0: like to greet every one of us, every one of you who is here this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, I welcome you. Do we have people coming here for the first time? Can I see by the showing of, of hand if you are visiting us for the first time? Thank you, Jesus. Um, Allow me, let's open from the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. Ephesians, chapter 5. I want to use verse 2, part of verse 2 as the topic of my message. Verse 1 says, Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. So, I want to use as a topic love the hallmark of a true believer. Verse 1 says be imitators of God. Some other Version says follow God's examples. Do what God is doing. Mimic him. Copy God. That's verse 1. And then verse 2 continues to say, Walk in love. Some other version says, Walk in the way of love. As Christians this morning, you will pardon me if maybe I tell you cons about the love of God. I want to say to you this morning that Christianity was founded on love. And the Bible says, God is love. And he that loves God must love his brother. The first John chapter 3 and 4, it says, He that hates his brother is a liar and he walks in darkness and he abides in death because he that hates his brother is a murderer. That's chapter 3 of verse of First John. It says he walks in darkness and he abides in death and he a what? A murderer. If you you hate your brother. So as I said, the Bible says we must follow God's example. We must mimic God. We must copy God. Verse 2, as Christ has loved us and he gave his, his love as a sacrifice. And so we must do. We must copy that. Chapter 3 of Ephesians from verse 17 it says Are you there, saints? Can I hear your amen? Amen. Chapter 3 of Ephesians from verse 17 says That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, the length, the depth, and the height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So verse 17 This is Paul's prayer to the churches in Ephesus. He says, My prayer to you is that you be rooted and grounded in love. Do you understand that? Be rooted and grounded in what? In love. Why should we be rooted and grounded in love? One, it says, so that we may understand together with the other saints how big the love of God is. It talks about the width, the length, the width, the heights, the, the, height, the deep of God's love. It says, if we are rooted and grounded in love, We will be able to understand God's love. Two, it says, we may also know God's love that surpasses knowledge. God's love actually surpasses knowledge, but the Bible says if you are grounded and rooted in love, you will understand and know God's love. Three, it says, and that you may be filled with the fullness of God if we are grounded and rooted in love. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Can I see your hand like this? Just wave your hand like this. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you Help me to speak to you. So this is what the Bible says. It says that Christ may dwell in us. And we be rooted and grounded in love. So that we may be able to understand together with the other saints. The love of God, the width, the width, the height, the deep, or how big God's love is, too, as I said to you, and to know the love of God that surpasses all knowledge, it's so amazing. The Bible says, God's love surpasses knowledge, but if you are rooted and grounded in love, we will know God's love. Hallelujah. And then it says, if we are grounded and rooted in love we will be filled with the fullness of God why because God is love amen amen don't you want to be filled with God's love with the fullness of love with the fullness of God in us when God see God's love in you they will see God Alright, I've got a lot of things to tell you, but I've got a limited time. And if you read John chapter 13, 14, Jesus speaks of the commandment that he gives to us to love one another. He says, this is the commandment that I give to you. Love one another. And then chapter 14, verse 13 that's John he says if you do what i command you you are my friends that means many of us will be disqualified to be Christ's friend because we don't do what he asks us to do Mr Ngom if ungphuma ngeleni ungtshele ngoba le Why God is commanding us to love one another? Wait a bit. I'll tell you why. When God asks you to love your brother, he says that to help us, it benefits us. When God tells you to do something, we give you the provisions for it. If he tells us to love one another, it is because he has given us the ability to do it. Romans 5.5 5 says, hope does not disappoint, but the love of God has been shed into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that came upon us. That means if you have received the holy ghost in your life you have the love of god in your life if you check the greek we have different types of love we have words like storge which is a, it's a family bond. We have the word like filio. It's a, friendly, it's a friendly kind of love. We have eros. Which is a marital or romantic love. And we also have agape. This is the kind of love I'm talking about. It is unconditional love. It is a love that loves with no reasons. And this is the kind of love that God has given you and me. It loves with no reason. Whether you do something good for me or bad, it doesn't matter but it loves anyway. It's a God kind of love. He has given us that ability. If you as a child of God and say I'm not able to love this one. It is not because you don't have the ability to do it, but it is because you don't want to do it. But God has given you the ability to do it. If we are grounded and rooted in love, No situations, no conditions, no challenges can overcome you. Because love is greater than faith. If you read the Bible in the book of 1 Corinthians 13, it will tell you, these three stands, it's love, hope, and faith, but the greater of them all is What? It's love. Love is greater than what? Than faith. Apart from being known of our professions, business, or whatever we do, as children of God, we shall be known of God's people who love one another. We should be known of God's love in our lives. Excel in God's love. Let us look at the life of Jesus Christ. Jesus was rooted and grounded in love. We see him on the cross, crucified, bleeding, feeling pains, But the moment he opened his mouth, he said, Lord, forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. Those were the ways of what? Of love. Feeling pains, being killed by his own people, hanged by the tree he created. The pain that he felt, it was not a last week pains. It was not a three, three years, five years pains. It was the pain that he was feeling at that time. But the time, the moment he opened his mouth, he said, Lord, forgive them. It's when you understand God's love. It's when you are rooted and grounded in love. Some of you will say, but, but that one, that was Jesus. But here is Stefan. He was being stoned for, for something he didn't even do. But the Bible says he was a man of faith and full of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says he opened his eyes and looked up. This time Jesus was not sitting but standing on the right hand of God. And he said, Father do not lay discharge against them. Feeling the pains, being stoned to death. There was no point there was no point of return back to life. You could see I'm dying, but I die forgiving. Hallelujah. I die what? Forgiving. Same applies to Jesus Christ. He was dying, walking in love. That is why the Bible says, the verse, our first verse is, follow God's examples. Mimic God. As he has loved us. Love one another. Lay your life down. Amen. Alright. Um, let's continue. Failing to walk in love affects your faith. I said to you, love is greater than what? Than faith. Galatians, I've got a lot of verses there. I will just quote them. Galatians five verse six. It says, circumcision or no circumcision does not matter, but what matters is faith that works through it, through love. That's Galatians five six. Faith works by what? By love. Faith alone cannot work. It works by love. Believe it or not, hear it from your brother. Take it or not, but let truth be told. Failing to walk in love, one, affects your faith. John 11 verse 25, Jesus says, if you stand and pray and you remember you have something against your brother, the Bible says, forgive first before you talk to God. In other words, it says, walk in love first. Make sure your relationship with people, with other people, it's okay before you come and talk to me. Is it too hard? That's John 11 verse 25. If you stand and pray, forgive. Matthew 5 23. I'll come back to this verse again. It says, if you bring your offerings, if you bring your gifts to the altar, Remember that you have got something against your brother. It says, rather than giving it, it says, lay it there, go back, reconcile to your brother, come back and give your offerings. God has reconciled us through Christ back to Himself, and He has given us the church, the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. If there are people who have the ministry of reconciliation is the church, it affects your faith too. It affects your offerings. Chinese petal verse 80. Give it shall be given. That's wonderful. That's good. Give and it shall be given. But, if you don't walk in love, your offerings will be affected. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 5, it says, even if you can give all your possessions to the poor, and also give your body to be burnt. but if you don't have love, it says there is no benefits. Sure. Hallelujah. In corner, can I see your hands in such a corner, <laughs> Christianity is not Christianity. Because anybody can come to church. But walking in love is a different story from coming to church. It affects what? Your faith and offerings. Ne? Did I give you the verses? Yes. Okay, let's quickly go to the, the characteristics of love. First Corinthians chapter 13, quickly. These ones we are reading. Mr. May, can you help me? What version do you have? New key, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will need the NIV on verse 5. Is it verse, verse five? First Corinthians thirteen, verse one. If you will say you are walking in love, it is when you are you are able to manage what we'll be reading right now from verse one. Um, let's read First Corinthians thirteen. Read, Mister May.
1: Though I speak. Of men. Is the mic on? Okay. Though I speak with tongues of men and, the, and of angels, but I have love. No. But, but I don't have love, sorry. And I have become sounding brass and clinging. Sil- sil-
0: I, I, I want us to go together verse by verse there. We are about to close. It says, though I speak with what? We with the tongues of men and of angels. angels. And if I don't have what? Love. love. What, what do I
1: become? I become sound of brass.
0: A sounding brass. Of... Or that means uh, love. It's more important than speaking with other tongues. Mm. Do you understand
1: that? Verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understanding of all ministries, mysteries, and all knowledge, although, and though I have all... Okay, faith. stop there. Though you
0: understand, though you, you, you have what? The gift of prophecy, ne? The Bible says here, yeah, though I have what? The gift of what? Of prophecy. prophecy. I understand all the secrets. I have all the knowledge. And what?
1: I have all, the, uh, I have all faith. So I have, no, no, the, before faith, the prophecy one. Okay, I have uh, all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I, I could remove mountains.
0: Start from there, even though I have the gift of prophecy. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm going to start from two, right? And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and although I have all faith so that I have... Uh, so that We'll I- come to that one of faith.
0: There it says... Though I'm, I'm, I'm gifted in prophecy, I can tell you whatever you have done last night, alone I can be able to see, I have all the knowledge, but if I don't walk in love, the Bible says that it counts nothing. Ne? That means love is better than gifts. Do you understand that? Love is a character it's a character it's better than gifts continue
1: i have though i have all faith so that i could remove mountains
0: though i have what here all faith and i can remove the mount everest i can move mountains i have all the faith Jesus says in Mark 11, he says, if you can say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. If you believe that, it will happen. Listen, here it says, though I have, some other version says, though you have the gift of faith. There it says, though you have all the faith. That you can move all mountains. You can move mountains. But if you don't have love, it counts zero.
1: Continue, my brother. But I have no love. I am nothing. You are nothing. Continue. And though I bestowed all my good feed the poor.
0: Though I give all my goods to feed the poor.
1: I give my body to burn.
0: I I give my body as a sacrifice to be burned.
1: But I I do not have love. It uh, it profit me nothing. It,
0: It does what? Here you are offering here. You are offering all your goods to the poor. The Bible says he that lends, he that gives to the poor lends to God. Mm-hmm. And then here it says if you give all your possessions, if you give your goods to the poor, but you don't have what? Love. It profits you nothing. Nothing. So, faith alone it goes along with, faith, with love. Alone it doesn't work. You must walk in love. Mm -hmm. The next verse.
1: Love love suffers all. And is kind love.
0: All right. These are the characteristics of love. If you say you are walking in love, it is when you have this character. Mm -hmm. Characteristics. It says if the love of God is in you, love is what? Love. It suffers all. That means love is patience. And love is what? It's kind. That means if you are not kind, you are not walking in love. Because love is kind. Love doesn't envy. Love does not what? What is, what is the difference between envy and jealousy? I'm asking you. Is it the same? Yeah? I can't hear you. I don't know. I'm asking. What is the difference between jealousy and envy? Mr. Ngom, I can't hear them. Let's continue. (laughs) so but it says love is not what it's not envy (laughs) so if you are envy I don't know what it means whether jealousy or not but love is not envy so if you are you are envy you are not walking in love that will affect your faith it will affect your offerings (laughs) it will affect your offerings it does not parade itself. It does it's not parade itself. It ne? Yeah. All right, continue.
1: It does not puff up. Yeah. It does not behave
0: rudely. It does not behave rudely. That means love is not proud. Ne? And love is not rude. That means if you are rude, what's happening? You're not walking in love. Be kind. That is why the Bible says your speech must always be seasoned with salt. You must have grace. Be kind to people. Be good to people. This is what the Bible is talking about. Those are the characteristics of love. If you as a child of God, are proud. You're not walking in love. The Bible says, be clothed with humility. Continue. What verse are you reading now? Five. Five. Yeah. Five things you NIV. Who's who has got NIV? Hey, NIV. You've NIV. got NIV. Verse 5. It does not dishonor others. Love does not do what? Dishonor others. It doesn't dishonor others. And then continue. It is not self-seeking. It is not self-seeking, yes. It is not easily angered. All right. It keeps no record of wrongs. It keeps no record of what? Of wrongs. Niabong. That is where Jesus one day was asked by his disciples, how many times must I forgive my brother if he sinned against me? Is it seven by seven a day? And then Jesus said seven by what? I can't hear you. And then what the dead gives you? 490. If your brother comes in and there, In other words, Jesus was saying, if your brother sinned against you and he asks for forgiveness, there is no way you can turn him back. You have to forgive. It's a must walk in love. We don't have an option as children of God Jesus commands us to do what? To love one another. If you read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, it will tell you that uh, love must be sincere and then you must love each other. Some other version says fervently. Some other version says you must love each other deeply. Romans 12:8 verse 9 Romans 12 verse 9 it says love must not be hypocrite And then don't act like you love people while you know you don't love people Hallelujah Nsase Yeah uh, the last verse and then siyaval Matthew chapter five verse fourteen. Mr. do you still have a mic? Do you still have a mic? Matthew chapter five, quick. There are four things medicine Julie said From verse 44. And then before you read, let me just quote this Romans 5:5. Love, hope does not disappoint. But the love of God has been shed abroad into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that was given to us. We have the ability to love even when it's tough. Amen. So, Matthew 5, verse 44. Read, Mr. May.
1: But I say to you, love your enemy, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and father those, father who see in secret.
0: No, no, read again. Oh,
1: okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. But I say to you, love your enemy, bless those who curse you, and do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully used you and persecute you.
0: All right. There are four things quickly. That Jesus speaks about. Um, I call it. Enemy management. How to manage enemies. One. He says. Love your enemies. One. Two. Bless them. Three. Do good to them. For pray to those who despitefully use you and persecute you. And he says this because he has given what? The ability to do it. Amen. Can I repeat and then we close? Love them. Toshis and Sebenzin or Lava Bak Toshis and Sebenzin. It is by Billy day. Two, bless them. And three, do good to them. We are too messages. I am a Kellan in birthday, Yakonam Change. Happy birthday. the way they treated you but act opposite walk in love love them bless them do good a birthday gift Bango expecta ang angje. memang. with a gift. Nit makelo aning iti happy happy. In the Bible, those who despite, despitefully use you and persecute you, unga ba pray for them. Hallelujah. Do what? Pray for them. Let's stand upon our feet. we want to share the grace but Conor, do we have people who are sick here if you are sick you are not well in your body just raise your hands where you are I can see the hand there can we just raise your hands up high so that they can see you can we stretch our hands towards here let us all rebuke the pains and the sickness in your body in the name of Jesus Father I pray we said, God in Jesus name By his stripes, we are healed. We command all the sickness, the pains, the illnesses in our sister's body to live right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed and receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. As we leave, before we share the grace, there's an offering box, La Papambili, and there's also another one at the back. As we walk out, you can just give your offerings. Don't just give your offerings. You must also walk in love if you need the benefits. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide in us now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for coming and God bless you.